You're listening to the Sheep Spot Podcast, a show for hand spinners about making yarns we love. Well, hello there, my darling sheep spotters. Welcome to episode 58 of the Sheep Spot Podcast. I'm Sasha from Sheepspot.com, where we are laser focused on helping you make yarns you love with beautiful fibers and top-notch instruction. So this week, my lovelies, we are going back to my Viyanta project, and I'm going to tell you all about making the bats, and I'm going to be completely real with y'all. It did not go as... I had hoped <laughs> to not go entirely smoothly. So I'm going to tell you uh, what went wrong and how you can avoid the same mistake and how I plan to deal with it. So before I get started, I just want to let you know that there is a freebie for this episode. It's a video of me making the bats and talking about drum carding. And you can find it by going to the show notes for this episode, which you can find at sheepspot.com slash podcast slash episode 58. Or you can just go to the website sheepspot.com, click the big orange bar at the top of the page, and that will take you right to the podcast page. And then you can find any episode that your little heart desires. Um, it might be a little easier to remember than the whole URL. Anyway, I shot this video for you and I was making bats as I did it. And I learned a really important uh, thing about myself and a really important lesson, which is that I should not ever try to teach something and do math in my head at the same time, even super simple math. Um, and it was actually my attempting to do that that made me kind of screw up the bats. So let's take a few steps backward. As you may recall, I'm using six different colors in these bats because I wanted to try a hexad color harmony for this yarn. It's I'm trying to use this project to kind of push myself a little bit in terms of um, my comfort level with combining lots and lots of colors. So, um, so my main color is a red violet. It's kind of a, just a very strong magenta. And then I have smaller amounts of blue violet, blue green, yellow green, yellow orange, and red orange. Okay. So that's my hexad, everything evenly spaced around the color wheel. Um, so I'm using also two different sets of fibers for reasons I explained in episode 53. So the first step was that I blended the cashmere merino top, um, which I'm using for the part of the Via Yante that's going to touch my neck. I blended that with um, some silk, some silk top at to create a blend that is 80% cashmere merino, 20% silk. Um, and this took some doing to accomplish this blend. Um, I don't work with silk very often, and this project kind of reminded me why that is. Um, silk can be tricky when you're drum carding because it loves to wrap itself around the liquor in, which is the little, the smaller drum that feeds the fiber onto the larger drum of the drum carter. 
And Silk just loves to kind of get itself wrapped around the liquor in and not go anywhere. Um, so uh, the other thing about Silk is that it flies around the studio and it lands on my face, which I do not enjoy. Um, it's like walking into a cobweb. Like I left the studio on uh, Wednesday, whenever this was, and I f- and I was completely covered in silk from head to foot, and um, and I just felt like little bits of it all over my face, and it was creepy. Anyway, um, so what I did in order to try to avoid having to make like thirty seven passes through the drum carter with these um, cashmere merino and silk bats to deal with the liquor in problem. Um, so I made a thin layer of the cashmere merino top, and then over it, I put a thin layer of the silk. Um, so I made like a little open-faced sandwich of fiber, a little delicious fiber sandwich. Um, and then I fed those little sandwiches through the drum carter, but with the silk on the bottom. So... Um, the silk on the feeder tray and the cashmere merino on the top. So actually the silk couldn't come into contact with the liquor in. Um, and this is a little trick that I learned. Where did I learn this trick? I don't, I'm not sure where I learned this trick. I know we did some um, blending, some wool silk blends in the drum carding class that I took um, with the Clemmis and Clemmis folks at Ply Away, and I might have learned it there, um, or I might have learned it from Esther Rogers. Anyway, um, from one of her videos. Um, this worked pretty well. Um, the other thing that I did when I was making these little sandwiches was that I um, positioned the silk so that it would be, it would sort of, um, the, the, little individual lengths of the top were perpendicular to the direction of the drum carter. So that um, as they were going through, they were actually, I wanted to make as many opportunities for the carding cloth to pull apart um, the clumpiness of the silk. Silk is super slippery and it also is super clumpy. And I don't actually understand really how those two things can coexist with one another, but they do. Anyway, so for the first two passes, so the first one was the sandwich. Then the next pass, I took the bat that I had just made using my sandwich method and um, I pulled it apart into um, probably, I pulled it apart lengthwise, probably into four or five pieces. And then, um, and then split that crosswise into even shorter bits. And then I fed those into the machine again, perpendicularly. So the direction of the bat was perpendicular as it went in was perpendicular to the direction of the carding cloth. Um, And, uh, that worked pretty well. Um, and, the, but I, I definitely needed to make at least three passes. I ended up making three. And then in the third one, I just took the bat from the second pass, um, stripped it lengthwise and then just spread it out, um, onto the feeder tray. So it wouldn't make my carter unhappy. Um, and just let it pass through. Um, in the same direction as the carding cloth. Cause I wanted, um, them to be, I wanted the final bats to be a little more, 
kind of directional um, because that's the way I I um, knew I was going to make the Polar silk bats. Um, so I wanted them to have a similar kind of feeling because otherwise I was going to get different amounts of loft in the yarn and I wanted to try to avoid that. Um, so then I carded each of the Polworth silk colors separately. And the reason I did this was that I wanted to make sure that I had the color, the individual colors, each one of the six colors blended as well as possible before I started combining colors in my, in the final stage of the fiber prep for this project. So I carted all the red violet together into four bats. I made smaller bats of each of the other colors and I just made, I just did one pass. That was all that I felt was needed. Um, uh, so then it was time to make the layered bats with the six colors. And, and here's what I should have done, but did not do. Um, I should have divided my four red violet bats into eight parts and then divided each of the eight each of the other five colors into eight parts and then created eight different piles of the same of the, you know, that were exactly the same with all the colors in them. Um, I should have done that before I started carding, but I did not do that because I was excited about making the video and I was setting up the tripod and using some new video software that I'm trying out. And so I had all that stuff to deal with and I was distracted and I lost track of what I was doing because really I should never try to do more than one thing at a time. And as a result, the Polworth silk bats have somewhat different proportions of the various colors. Um, so, and I also somehow, I don't, I have no idea how I did this. Somehow I ended up with fiber left over, but only of some of the colors. So something went like seriously jiggy in th this process because I wasn't really paying attention to what I was doing. Um, so just to recap, if you're trying to make a number of fairly uniform multicolored layered bats, I highly advise that you get all your ducks in a row, you divide up all your fiber before you start carding. And you might even, so when I was making these these bats, I was um, I was doing a layer of the main color, the red violet, and then a, mayor, a layer of one of the secondary colors, a much smaller layer, or it should have been a smaller layer. Um, and it was, I think, not in all cases. But anyway, um, so red, violet, secondary color, red, violet, secondary color, red, violet, secondary color, all the way down and ending with red, violet. So um, <clears throat> so that was what I was uh, going for. And if you're trying to make bats that are really going to behave in a really uniform way, um, you probably should put the colors on in the same order. I did not do that, and I'm not too worried about that part of it. The different proportions of the colors is a little worrisome, but um, I I didn't think that it was going to make that much difference in the final yarn. Um, so I, I did catch myself and realize what had happened before I started making the cashmere merino silk bats. Um, and for those, I divided everything up first, um, and they are much more uniform. Um, now, am I panicked by this? 
no, I am not panicked by this. And here's why. When I start spinning the Polworth silk, I am just going to pull all of my Polworth silk bats into chunks. I'm going to put them in a big bag and I'm going to mix them up and spin them randomly. So the color differences um, or that, you know, that proportion difference between um, the individual bats should kind of be distributed over the yarn as a whole um, and thus over the whole fabric. Um, and I'm also going to do what I always do when I spin for a big project, which is spin all the singles first, put them on to storage bobbins and then ply them randomly. And that will further kind of randomize the colors It'll also distribute any unevenness of diameter or twist through the yarn. So the overall effect in the fabric, I think, probably will still be fairly uniform. Um, And also it's going to be applied yarn, so that's a further kind of mixing element. Um, And if you took my uh, class on multicolored bats, you know that the more plies you have, the more color mixing. If this were a singles, I would probably be a little more worried about it, but, um, but it is going to be a two ply. So, um, so I think that, um, the, there, I think I'll be able to achieve a fairly uniform look, but, um, on all of the um, Polworth silk yarn and all of the cashmere merino silk yarn. But there's this thing, which, and I kind of knew that it might turn into a problem. I'm not entirely sure if it's a problem yet, but, um, and that is that the cashmere merino silk bats are quite a bit lighter in color than, um, or in value, I should say, um, to be more precise quite a bit lighter in value than the Polworth silk ones. And since the two fibers are actually going to be in different sections of the shawl, I can't really randomize that away. Um, I will know more when I've done some sampling how big a problem this is. Uh, But if any of you have any suggestions about how to deal with this, I would love to hear them. Also, if you um, feel like just getting in touch and telling me not to worry about it and it's all going to be fine. That would, that would also be much appreciated. Um, so guys, that's it for me this week. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you in the next episode in which I'm going to be talking about how to actually spin bats. And I'm also going to review Jillian Moreno's video, 12 plus ways to spin a bat. Um, and talk about my favorite ways to spin a bat. Um, and also next week, for the first time ever, there will actually be some bats available in Sheepspot's online shop. So uh, that's going to be super exciting. If you haven't gotten onto the mailing list for the Sheepspotter Society, our membership for spinners that opens in September, Go do that at sheepspot.com slash TSS, T is in Tom or the <laughs> S is in Sam, S is in Sam or Sheepspotters Society, the Sheepspotters Society, TSS. Um, I'm going to be releasing a free multi-part video workshop in September to go along with the launch. And if you get on the list, you will be among the first to get all the details on that. Um, 
I think it's going to be pretty awesome. So go sign up and have a wonderful week, my darlings. Um, And don't forget to go spin something.